All right. So now moving into the chunk, the main chunk of our episode. Oh my God. Don't let me start again. <laughs> so now moving into the main chunk of our episode, the 12 days of Christmas slash holidays wish list shopping list for your Black, black Friday. For your Black on? Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Wait, wait. Let me just try again. Welcome to Poor Unfortunate Podcast. I'm Connor Perkins. And I'm Caroline A. Meddy. Welcome to any listeners who are returning. It is great to have you with us again. For anyone who's new, welcome. It's so great having you here. Please remember to hit follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. That way, all of our episodes will download right to your device. You can binge right through them. Go back, listen to your favorite episodes again. And then if you enjoy the episode... Please remember to leave a rating and a review. That does so much for us. And if you are a returning listener and you haven't done that either, just take the like 30 seconds right now as I continue to talk and just like do that right now because that's amazing and awesome and it's going to help us reach even more listeners. So Mm. thank you so much for doing that. Mm. So Caroline, what's new? Yeah, well, to be honest, when Disney Plus Day happened, nothing really jumped out at me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I will say that there were a lot of things that we just sort of got updates on yeah. for Disney Plus, like things that we had already had known were in the works and were just like, yeah, and now it's coming. And it's like, hey, here's some concept art for the Tiana uh yeah. the Tiana show. And here, like, here's some confirmation a little bit more built out about what some of these things actually are gonna be, as opposed to necessarily new announcements. Like yeah. Pinocchio and Pinocchio's coming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still excited for all the stuff happening on Disney Plus, but in terms of Disney Plus, they had a really not great quarter. Oh past, yes. Uh, quarter. It's it getting like, a little rocky. It was really not good. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting I, rocky. It's because they need more original material on Disney Plus. And the series that they've been promising us, they just haven't been churning them out fast enough to retain the people that they're gaining from shows like WandaVision exactly. and The Mandalorian yeah. and Loki and things like that, where you had a really great run of it between Mandalorian right into WandaVision, right into Falcon Winter Soldier, right into Loki. And then then for this "Mm." last quarter, the content really has just sort of dropped off. So I think a lot of people have been canceling their subscriptions and they have been able to attract new folks. And I even sense that in the kind of lack of holiday programming, there's not really a lot of new things coming and that's a that's just like a really prime opportunity to keep people around. Yeah. And I f- I'm, I'm wondering if it's like they hit their limit at their like core market. People like us have all signed up and then 
yeah, it's just not, I can't see, in a, in a lot of ways, I can't see it growing much past that, even with things like, great things like WandaVision coming. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I really think a lot of it is coming down to, they're not keeping up. And mm. maybe some of this is the pandemic in that, yeah. like, some of the shows that we've gotten recently are ones that have been finished filming or we're finally starting to end filming right at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so part of the reason why there's not much to show for like right now on Disney plus is due to the fact that like nothing has been in production for a while. So things are kind of slow. I, I don't know where yeah, all of that is landing, but also just some of their original TV shows just haven't really been bringing in folks what's the first thing that you watched when disney plus came out first thing i watched is i watched sleeping beauty Ah. yeah i Ah. went back and i watched i'm like oh i want to watch something classic i want to watch like one of my favorite classic disney films interesting i was like i feel like sleeping beauty would be good Huh. And then I went back and I started watching like gummy bears and gargoyles and shit like that. Huh. Oh, I want to ask people. I'm curious what everybody's first thing was. Mine was the I know live yours action was Lady, Lady and the, the Tramp. Tramp. Yeah. And I remember when Disney Plus first came out, I was like, man, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna watch. And then that actually really it really sold me. I don't know. Like it, that I, yeah, that's not like the most innovative material, but a really well done live action remake straight to Disney Plus, that stuff will keep me around too. Um, but it has to come out on a consistent enough basis. And I get it. it's It's tough. I think one of the other things that's going to start helping Disney Plus memberships go up is since the summer after Black Widow and after Jungle Cruise, when things stopped being offered on Disney Plus and in theaters and went strictly in theaters, starting with like Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Yeah. Now that those are going to be available for streaming exclusively on Disney Plus, I think that's mm-hmm. going to start driving folks back in to be able yeah. to just watch them because they won't be able to watch them anywhere else. They can't watch it on Netflix. They won't be able to watch it on Apple TV Plus or Amazon or something like that. I just don't want Premier Access. It's so funny. I was like, when Premier Access first started, I was torn. Now I see it slowing down. And I want it back. Like, I understand that, like, West Side Story isn't, like, full out, full blast Disney. But I don't 100% honestly feel totally comfortable going to the movies, especially, like, during the holiday season and stuff. And I really wish I had the opportunity to stream it at home. And I would pay, especially for something like West Side Story, I'd pay up for it. I really want to see it. But I don't want to go to the movies. (sighs) I want it. Well, Encanto is also coming out this Thanksgiving. That had its world premiere at the El Capitan Theater, which looked really exciting and super fun. I'm very excited for this film. I think it's going to be really awesome. I want to have it on premiere access. Hello? Yeah, I know what you mean. Watch it around Thanksgiving with my family at home. Come on. I don't get it. And I want to give this movie my money and my support. And I like, but if I don't feel comfortable going to the movies, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Well, even without your money, they're eyeing a really, really good box office weekend for opening for Encanto. Fine. <laughs> I know. Fine. But I know. I feel you the same. I'm, feel, I'm feeling the same way where I'm like, I really thought I would be a lot more comfortable going back to the movies. And uh, I just feel like ever since the Delta surge this past summer, as I was like starting to feel more comfortable, I like I locked everything back down 
let's see. Besides Encanto, there wasn't really uh, anything parks related new. No, just decorations like the are from the parks. Here, yeah. I I have to say though, like I uh, I get why they did it last year, and I guess I get why they're doing it this year. But there is no substitution for the dream lights on Cinderella Castle for Christmas and the holidays. Mm -hmm. The projections that they did last year, I get because it's like, why go through all the effort of putting up those lights and doing all that work when the parks were at a limited capacity? I kind of get where they are now where they're like, we're doing so many projections on the castle anyway to put those decorations up would probably mess up with some of the projections that we're doing for the beacons of magic and for the 50th. But the holiday projections on the castle do not cut it for me. They do not hit the mark. There is something about seeing that castle lit up in real lights Mm -hmm. that, just it it just doesn't compare and i've never even seen it in person i have mm-hmm. only seen it through pictures and video but it is one of by far my absolute favorite looks of cinderella castle mm-hmm. in walt disney mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. and i'm tired of not seeing it to be completely honest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean they put them up on uh disneyland because they've already replaced the castle pieces with the snow covered pieces in disneyland but i'm just like the dream lights are so beautiful. They're stunning. I just have this feeling overall that just Disneyland, the holiday, every holiday is better at Disneyland. Yeah. The Muppets uh, caroling Oh, my bus God. Is one yeah. of the craziest, coolest things I have ever seen. For those of you who don't know, go on YouTube, go on Twitter, and Google the Muppets Christmas caroling bus in Disneyland, mm-hmm. California. It is literally like a double-decker little like miniature bus that has a bunch of the Muppets in it. And they go by and they do bits and they sing Christmas carols. And it is the coolest, purest, like just Disney magic yeah. that's yeah. happening. With the Muppets. They just swing up. They sing some Christmas carols with everyone. They do their Muppet shticks. It's like Gonzo and Pepe Le Pron mm-hmm. and Fozzie Bear and Miss Piggy and Kermit. It's just, it's wonderful. I'm yeah. like, that's that's it. That's yeah. what we're looking for. And I also watched the first, I've never really watched a, someone's full experience walk through any of the vloggers of the Oogie Boogie Bash. And I've always been able to tell it's way better than whatever's happening in Disney World. But it's so incredible. And it's the same kind of idea as the Muppets bus where it's like there's – I forget what the name of it is. But there's this walkthrough that's kind of like – it's like a light, like, experience where these little, like, light sprite things kind of lead you through this walkthrough that's very spooky looking. It doesn't look like anything that you would see in Disneyland during normal operating hours. It's its own thing for the Oogie Boogie Bash. And there is nothing at that level in Disney World where it's like literally this full experience feels like you're somewhere else. You can't get it with a regular admission during the day. It's something new. They just don't put in that kind of effort for Disney World. And I just, it's very strange to me. It's frustrating. Because Disney World, I'm like, you've got more opportunity for that than you do yeah. Disneyland. Maybe it's the restrictions of Disneyland, of like, given how constrained the actual property is compared to Disney World, they ha- are forced to be a little bit more creative yeah. in what they've yeah. got to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, I appreciate that creativity. It's yeah. kind of like our tips and tricks episodes where we sort of put ourselves <laughs> in a little box, but it forces us to be pretty creative with what we've got to do. Well, speaking of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might as well just transition right into the meat Why don't of the we? episode. <laughs> so for this tips and tricks episode, we have divided this episode into sort of like two little parts. So <laughs> it's a little messy today. It's, it's a mishmash. Yeah. <laughs> so the first part that we're going to do, we're going to emphasize the trick part of tips and tricks. And we're actually going to play a, a quick little game, which I know is usually something that we do in the wild card <laughs> episodes. But we tricked you. We got a game. <laughs> oh, in. God. Uh, the second part of the Tips and Tricks episode is going to be us creating a Disney holiday shopping guide based on the 12 days of Christmas. So we have divided up 12 different categories. Mm-hmm. So the way that I like to think about it is we're going to start with a game that's geared towards Thanksgiving. And then the tips and tricks part of it, the the wish list, that's more of like after you've had Thanksgiving dinner, you settle down with your catalogs at grandma's house and you start making your Christmas lists. Mm. So it's a very Thanksgiving Black Friday yeah, exactly. combination. Oh, there you go. Tips yeah. and tricks episode for yeah. you. I honestly, I like to get my holiday shopping done pretty early and I'm trying to start, you know, finishing it up now. So I'm excited to hear what you're going to suggest because I need a few ideas. So... Well, I'll have some items for you. you. But before we go into our shopping guide, we're going to play a quick game. And this game is going to be very rapid fire where I'm going to name three Disney characters. Caroline's going to name three Disney characters. And our task is to say what we think that Disney character's favorite Thanksgiving food would be. Mm, Great. So just like right off the top of our head, we'll just go for it. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Give me somebody. All right. Your character is Remy. Uh, Something with, I think it's green beans. I think it's not green bean casserole, but it's like that other kind of green bean dish where there's like sliced almonds and stuff. Um, Like it's like an oil and sliced almonds. Oh, like a stewed green beans? Sort of. Yeah. What is that dish called? But it's like a haricot kind of thing and like with all like sliced almonds. A haricot What? Haricot, les haricot <laughs> What the shit does that mean? It's green beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all it right. for sure. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. All right. Padme Amidala. Oh. Mm. Well, I have a feeling that she'd be like one of those people who's like, I don't want something that's really going to be like too weighty. Like, because <laughs> if I need to like dip because there might be a senator assassination, yeah. like I need to be able to do that. Maybe she, she wouldn't needs- eat anything at all because she doesn't trust the food. And she also needs to wear that outfit with like the total belly shirt action, like that white outfit. So, yeah. like, what can so you eat? I feel <laughs> like, is she just going to eat green beans? Too? No. <laughs> she and Remy. Uh, <laughs> uh Honestly, I could see her settling in for like a nice sparkling cider. I feel like that's going to be her <laughs> that favorite thing. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Your next character is Tiana. Mm. I feel like it's it would almost be like a really well done meat. You know what I mean? Like I, ham oh like, like something a, that's just like 
really something no like no, no. A honey glazed ham yeah or yeah like exactly a cajun spiced turkey or something like, a, like yeah something that takes time and effort mm. to do almost you know what some people at thanksgiving as unusual as this is have um like beef wellington which is like so it takes so much yeah, effort to that make takes a lot i of feel time. like she would give the time and she would actually make that something that really requires a lot of care yeah all right cool yeah all right, your next character is Lumiere. Lumiere. Hmm. Like, on one hand, I'm thinking, like, he would like a sweet potato casserole with marshmallows on top because I feel like the <gasps> flame could, and, like, the marshmallows would, <laughs> yeah. would kind of be fun to do, like, a mm-hmm. sort of, like, flambe sort of situation. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of I like that. I think like, that's fun. Or it could be, like, creme brulee. He could torch that at the end, too. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, but I'm like, who has creme brulee on fucking Thanksgiving? Oh, I could see that. But I, I could yeah. I could see I could see him also really diving in for like a very nice, like silky chocolate pie, like a, mm, a deep, yeah. like rich chocolate pie with like homemade whipped cream. Because oh. I feel like he's got that sort of like suave, kind of mm, kinky sort of oh. side to him. And I feel like he would have some fun with that pie. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's where my brain is. Okay. Oh. Okay. And then my last one for you, Kronk. Huh. I feel like it would be some sort of like souffle, but I'm not thinking a dessert souffle. Like sometimes people do like a corn souffle kind of thing, like a like a play on like, you know, corn muffin kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be, I, I just, I feel like whatever it is would be something in like a little ramekin <laughs> and like little cute, okay. tiny little things that like he would love serving that, you know? Yeah, yeah, Something yeah, little yeah. petite like that. Yeah. Yeah. He would definitely be playing host and like yeah. putting everyone's things on their plates first. Yeah. Little canapes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of treating this this duo as one character. I feel like it would probably be the same thing. Okay. So, Anastasia and Drizella. Anastasia and Drizella. <laughs> I really, I don't know why, but I really feel like they go hard on too many mashed potatoes. <laughs> like, yeah. I just have this vision of them just like, Filling their fucking mouths <laughs> full of mashed potatoes. I don't. I don't yeah. know where that's yeah. coming no, from. No, that checks out. But I just feel like they go hard for their mashed yeah. potatoes. <laughs> and then they would probably end up like fighting with each other, and like there'd probably be like a mild food fight that happens. Yeah, that feels exactly right to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. All right, oh, that's fun. So there's a little mini game. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll maybe play with some of the folks in the poor and fortunate fam. We'll play this game where we can yeah. list some more characters and see what yes. people may think. So make yes. sure that you join our Facebook group, the Poor Unfortunate Fam, and you can play along. Mm-hmm. So now moving into the other chunk of this episode, our 12 days of Christmas holiday wish list shopping list. For your Black Friday needs. Mm-hmm. I've taken six categories. Caroline has taken six categories. And so those 12 categories are going to be Marvel, Star Wars, Muppets, Music, Mickey and Friends, Walt Disney World, Princesses, Pixar, Disneyland, Christmas, Villains, 
and food. All right. Cool beans. Mm. So I think we'll just alternate and go back and forth on our different categories. Great. All right. So the first category that I tackled is princesses. I really tried to limit myself in this category to just one major suggestion because I could just go off. And I just want everyone to know I really made an effort and I succeeded (laughs) to not fall back to my usual things that I talk about all the time, such as lounge flies. You will not find those on this list. I'm really trying to expand. Okay. So the thing that has been catching my eye recently in the princess category has been a collab. I, You know, I love my collabs. I love when Disney collabs with these more, you know, grown-up, sophisticated brands that we're into now as adults. I love that because it makes me feel like I'm allowed to buy Disney merchandise and I'm not a child. So I love the Aldo Cinderella collab that is happening right now. Aldo is a shoe and accessory brand, if you do not know. So if you're going to buy something from this collaboration, this is definitely going to be a more nice Christmas gift. I've tried to mix things up in this. Some some things more affordable. Some things where it's like, this is the big, you know, this is the showstopper gift. This is the big thing I'm getting somebody. This is the collection for you. This collection consists of five different pairs of glass slipper inspired heels, two pairs of glass sneaker, low top sneakers, a pair of cozy house slippers a tiara-inspired headband, and two storybook-inspired purses. All right. So most of the heels are $130. Oh, my God. Hefty. Yeah, they're hefty. But I recommend going halfsies with someone on this. This is like a really nice – this is the kind of thing somebody's going to open this and they're going to be floored. I think it's worth it if you split it with somebody. However, if you want something more reasonable from this collection, the headband is 35. I know that also sounds like a lot for a headband, but this thing is, I'm telling you, it's TR inspired. It is covered in jewels. It's a statement piece. It's beautifully made. And this whole collection has some really nice high-end touches. There are Cinderella quotes are a part of every single piece. So this headband in the inside of it says live like there's no midnight. Very nice. The bags are expensive as well. They're 88, um, but they're they're super nice. They're that style of bag you've probably seen from other brands where it's like a crossbody or like a clutch purse that looks like a book. And this one's Cinderella. It comes in two different colors. The sneakers in the collection are $95. The slippers are 60. And all of them have elements of a glass slipper feel with jewels, rhinestones, see-through elements, that kind of thing. I low-key might be asking Santa for a pair of the glass slipper-inspired shoes. So (laughs) 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 it's at the top of my list. So that's what I've got for princesses. All right, cool. Uh, So I'm going to start out with Marvel over here. So you've heard us talk about her universe slash our universe before, but if you haven't or you weren't paying attention – Her Universe is a fashion company with a mission to create stylish and fashion-forward merchandise for female-identifying fans of sci-fi and fantasy in order to sort of change the perception that those genres are just Mm -hmm. for boys. Mm -hmm. So the company was founded by actress Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka Tano from The Clone Wars, and it's Mm -hmm. grown to include licenses from Marvel, Star Wars, Doctor Who, Studio Ghibli, and more. Uh, And it's also grown to include merch for all genders and body types through Mm. what they've extended and called our universe. So my three suggestions that are Marvel oriented from her universe slash our universe are one, 
the Loki variant windbreaker. So this is from the Loki mm. TV series, the jacket that he wears that says variant on the back. Uh, this is a windbreaker. So it's modern for like, you know, us adults that is inspired by that variant jacket that he wears. It's $49.90. Not as much as not I bad. thought it was going yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next item that I have, because I couldn't just pick one. No way. Is the WandaVision hooded cape. So this is a <gasps> oh, cape I've seen that this. is in spot. Oh, it's, it's nice. gorgeous. It's oh. like deep, deep burgundy yeah. maroon with like geometric shapes on it. And it's inspired by Wanda's costume at the end of WandaVision. This is $43.92 for a damn cape. Hmm. And then the third is one of their newest additions, which is the Falcon and Winter Soldier hoodie. So this is this really cool hoodie that comes on, and one of the sleeves is completely silver to sort of evoke the arm of Winter Soldier. Ah, It's really, really cool. And that is $43.92 as well. So these are things that are a little bit, you know, more expensive, but not by much in terms mm-hmm. of what you might be paying for for clothes. I mean, to get a full-on cape for $43.92, yeah. that's inspired by WandaVision, that's a good-ass price. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. check out Her Universe for those Marvel needs that you might have. All right. The next category I have is Pixar. So I've got a couple of suggestions here depending on what you're looking for. Uh, If you want another footwear collab, another great one, Adidas has an awesome Monsters Inc. collection. Oh, they do. Uh, There are three sneakers in child and youth sizes in this and two for adults. Not going to lie, I am really, really upset that the sneaker inspired by Boo's Door only comes in youth and kids sizes. And I'm really upset that the sneaker inspired by George Sanderson also only comes in child and youth size. Oh my gosh. And that one comes in a really great box too. That looks like a door on the scare floor. It's really, really nice. Kids don't even understand. Yeah. But the two adult sneakers in the collection are gender neutral, which we love. So they come in men's and women's sizes. Um, and they're both designed by Stan Smith. One is a full-out furry sully. It's absolutely delightful. Uh, it would be so great for any kind of, like, Disney-bound. Fantastic. And the other one is super subtle. I like that there's kind of two options in terms of that. Mostly white with Mike and Sully colors just at the heel. Both styles are $100 each. So, again, this is this is a big-ticket item. So let's go to something yeah. that's a little bit more affordable. And you got a lot of nice shoes on there, too. Yeah. And it's weird. I'm not really a shoe person, yet I've been drawn. It's, it's the collabs, I'm telling you. It's I the love collabs. the collabs. So if you're looking for something Pixar-related for your home, home fragrance brand Scentsy just came out with a wax warmer that looks like Carl's house from Ah. Yes, I saw this. Yeah. Like all the other ones, it lights up. It melts your fragrance warmer cubes. The warmer, again, the warmer itself is pricey. It's 85. These things are like hefty. Like it's it's a big old thing. But if someone you love already has a, a wax warmer kind of thing in their home, Scentsy also sells just the fragrance melts, and they have one inspired by Up and other Disney properties as well. But the Up scent has notes of mandarin, honeydew, coconut water, and green apple. Sounds amazing. Ooh. The fragrance melts are a great gift for someone who, you know, lives in an apartment that forbids open flames or someone who has kids or pets that they don't want near an open flame. The melts are only six fifty, or dorms too. Mm-hmm. You break apart the little squares, and like so, you could, you'll get a lot of a lot of mileage out of a six fifty box of these. So definitely recommend. 
And then for an experience related to Pixar, keep your eye on the Pixar Putt website and social media accounts, as it was announced that the mini golf course will tour to San Diego, San Francisco, LA, Dallas, Chicago, and more once it leaves New York City at the end of November. The tickets are $40 as of now, and experiences are personally my favorite kind of gift, and they give the recipient something to look forward to after the holidays are over. So yeah, set aside some quality time with someone. Tell them you're going to do Pixar putt with them. I think that would be really nice. Nice. That's a good one. Hmm. So moving on to your fourth day at Christmas with category Star Wars. Hmm. I also said a lot of things that would really make some great Star Wars gifts can also be found on Her Universe because of its connection with Ashley X. Yes, I love the Her Universe Star Wars stuff. Yes. But mm. because I just did Her Universe, I've decided to go in a route that's more something that's inspired by Star Wars. So I don't know if you've heard of this, Caroline, but there's a company that's called The Night Sky. No, tell me more. They create prints, canvases, and pendant necklaces of custom star maps for specific dates, times, and locations of important events in your life. So it feels to me like something that like couples in the Star Wars universe might give one another as like anniversary gifts Mm -hmm. or something that you might give to one of your friends who's a Jedi going through the academy as like a graduation gift or something like that. But it's really cool. You basically just plug in the date, time, and then the geographical location, and they'll create a custom star map of what the night sky looked like at that moment, and then print it out, and then you can write, like, what it's commemorating. And Mm. it's a really, really cool, very unique gift that can help you just treasure a specific moment in your life in a really cool way. So it felt very Star Wars. So, yeah. All right, this is what day of Christmas are we up to? Five. Yeah. Okay, and on the fifth day of Christmas, golden ring. So five. uh, (laughs) Five (laughs) Disneyland's. I don't know. This is Disneyland on the fifth day. For Disneyland, so there is a company called Second Star Lane. We've talked about this company before because they are formerly known as Brandy Lane. And Second Star Lane has some fantastic art prints inspired by Disneyland. There's one that's the Disneyland Haunted Mansion decorated for Christmas. There's one that has the Dapper Dan singing in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. Um, One of the It's a Small World exterior, which, as we know, the Disneyland one is phenomenal. And so much more. These would be an amazing addition to any gallery wall. And they're either $12 or $20 each, depending on the size. So very wallet-friendly. And then I think pop that into a frame and you have such a nice gift to give somebody. Second Star Lane also has some really unique apparel. And I love this set of t-shirts that are on the website that are a play on the retro date night at Disneyland events. And so uh, these t-shirts kind of emulate the old posters that they would have for those events at Disneyland. But what I love is that you can choose the combination of genders of the couple in the drawing on the shirt. So you can make it look like you and your significant other. I think that's so adorable. (laughs) And as far as Disneyland, I think a great thing about Disneyland, too, is there's so much. It's so historically rich. So I had to put a book in this category. So I looked around and I'm like, what's the best reviewed book on Disneyland? And it seems like it is The Disneyland Story by Sam Genaway. Many have mentioned that it's the book for Disney fans who feel like they've read everything. So that's all I needed to hear 
And I'm going to put that on my list. It sounds interesting. So much for like one recommendation. We're, we're not guy. doing well with that. <laughs> we're like, here's seven. And we things. love shopping. We This is like... Uh, we've said this before. We so we would sit on the Hot Topic website and flip through at like all fifty six of the Disney pages. So, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> all right, for the sixth day of Christmas, I've got the Muppets. Oh, we love. So for me, if the Muppet Whatnot Workshop was still open, that would be exactly what I would recommend. So. If you don't know what the Muppet Whatnot Workshop was, it opened in 2008 as an outlet of FAO Schwartz in New York City, mm. and it closed in 2015 when FAO Schwartz kicked the bucket. But mm. it was where people could design their own Muppet from different bodies, eyes, noses, hair, and costumes, and then they would be able to take that Muppet home with them. It was Really, really cool. Mm. I know a couple of people who have been able to get a Muppet whatnot. And I was one of those people who was like, well, I think it's a little bit expensive. And I never got one. And now I never will. But in the spirit of the Muppet whatnot workshop, because we're doing Muppets here, there's nothing more that I could think of that would be a good Muppet gift than to give someone their own Muppet. So I would recommend finding an Etsy seller who has Mm. a build-your-own-Muppet slash puppet kit that strikes your fancy, that has, you know, a style that you're interested in. So there are some folks who will build one completely for you. You can go that route. There are some who will make one designed to look like you. You can go that route. But some of the Muppet puppet shops that I saw on Etsy that I particularly liked were Northstream Creations, the Apple Tree Studio, My Custom Puppet, and Anna Puppets. So Mm. those are some of my recommendations. Puppets are awesome. They're super fun. They are. I freaking love them. (laughs) There there are some that are like really cool. They have them simple as just like a sock puppet, but like a really, really cool style sock puppet that you can get. They're a great activity that you can do. So if you have like someone younger that you want to give this gift to, it's it's a kind of gift that goes beyond just like, here's the thing. If you get one of those build-your-own puppet mm. kits where they get it and then they can have an activity in addition to an actual gift. So it's a way of sort of yeah. giving like two gifts in one, kind of like what yeah. a Muppet is. It's a cross between a marionette and a puppet. So give two gifts in one this Muppet holiday season. All right. We're up to the seventh day of Christmas, and the category is Christmas. So surprise, surprise. I have another collab coming your way. <laughs> Jewelry brand Bobble Bar, I'm a oh, huge yeah. fan, <laughs> always carries amazing Disney jewelry, especially earrings. But their holiday collection is really, really fantastic. Um, you can choose from individual pairs of earrings as well as holiday earring sets. The sets go for about 40 to $60, um, but you get multiple pairs of earrings in those. One includes Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, and Donald heads all wearing their Christmas finery. But I absolutely love the Nutcracker earrings. So you choose from Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, or Donald. And the stud part of the earring is the character's face with the dangling portion being their Nutcracker body. And oh my gosh, they managed to be statement but still classy at the same time. Like I could totally envision anybody wearing this to a holiday party and it not feeling like you're wearing like something kitschy. They're 48 per pair. Also though, I should add this to a lot of these other ones. Bobble Bar pretty much always has a discount. 
the first time you hop onto the website, they'll be like, you're new here. Put your email for 10% off. Do it. Just check back all the time. There's always a banner running around. Check back for deals. Also, now when you're listening to this episode, this is the perfect time to start, you know, just like looking around on these websites. People are getting so ahead of Black Friday now that Black Friday deals are usually at least a week before Black Friday. So start looking now. Bobble Bar, honestly, though, it fulfills so many of these categories. I almost named Bobble Bar for my princess category, for my villain category. They have incredible earrings that are the perfect balance of character and class. They're wonderful. And then in terms of Christmas as well, I couldn't get this out of my head either. I've mentioned this to Connor, but we've talked about My Oh My Supply Company before. They're carrying some really great Christmas sweatshirts this year, but I want to focus on the couple that they have that are focused on Beauty and the Beast and the Enchanted Christmas because I feel like you can't find any merch for that movie. Yeah. So they have one that is a sketch of Belle in her Christmas dress. Love that. A sweatshirt and a tee of Angelique with As Long As There's Christmas written underneath it. Very uh, nice. Bernadette oh, Peters, baby. Bernadette. But my personal favorite, oh, I love it. it. You can get this in a sweatshirt or a throw blanket. It's these gorgeous drawings of the enchanted ornaments from the movie. And I feel like that is so unique. Where else can mm. you find that? Prices range for these from about $30 to $45. Um, and I think, yeah, if you can find Beauty and the Beast in the Enchanted Christmas merch, that's unique. Go for it. Yes. I always think of those little uh, ornaments when the snow's whirling around them right as we get into, start like getting into as long as you're Christmas. And they're like giggling. And they're like, oh, because they're being like yes! tickled by the snow. I love the uh. ornament. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so for your eighth day of Christmas, uh, the category is music eleganza extravaganza. No. Oh. <laughs> the category is music. So <laughs> I like the other way. That's that's the RuPaul's Drag Race. I way. loved it. And I have three recommendations because oh, it's a gift one. guide. Please, please, please. Yes. So my first one is, and I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. The first is the Mouse House Disney's Dance Mixes mm. album. Mm-hmm. This was released in 1996. It's a compilation album of pop, dance, and house remixes of Disney songs. It is the inspiration for the podcast theme song. <laughs> it's one of the best parts about Fantasmic because they play it ahead of the show while you're waiting there. Mm. They are just freaking awesome dance remixes. If you haven't listened to it, it's available on Apple Music. It's probably on Spotify. You can listen to it on YouTube. But you can also just buy the album for someone. I mean, hell, you could also just buy someone an Apple Music subscription. That would take care of all the things on my list. But if you want to go specific Disney items, these are the albums that you got to listen to. And Mouse House is one of them. Someday performed by Donna Summer. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Like, that's how good this is. I want them to put this on a vinyl. I want that. That that, would be cool. That would be great. Mm. I have not fully appreciated how much this album was a defining characteristic Mm. of myself Mm -hmm. in the 90s, but it really (laughs) was. Like, it's now the basis of my music taste, to be completely (laughs) honest. So, my next recommendation for you in music is the Encanto album. So, the digital release for Encanto is on November 19th. The physical release is on December 17th. It features eight original songs by Lin-Manuel Miranda and a score by Jermaine Franco. 
this is just a no-brainer. This is the new Disney movie. This is the new Disney animated musical. You're probably going to want the music. Someone probably will want the music. This is a great gift to give someone. Hmm. And then my third recommendation are the Legacy Collection albums. So this is a compilation album series that's commemorating the anniversaries of a collection of different Disney films that contains newly remastered versions of the soundtracks and in some cases, expanded soundtracks. So you've got Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Mary Poppins, The Aristocats, Robin Hood, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, Pocahontas, Hunchback of Notre Dame. The list really goes on and on. There's a lot Mm. in this series. But some of them feature tracks that they call the Lost Chords, which are new recorded tracks of scrapped songs that have been Mm. re-recorded and produced to sound period appropriate and like the original album sound. So, for example... Cinderella, there are some scrapped music that they have re-recorded with in-house Disney artists to produce it in a way that sounds like it would fit in the film. One Mm. of my favorite things is they actually have an in-house group of Disney singers sing the song Cinderella, the main Uh. title theme. And it's so much clearer. You can hear the lyrics and everything, but the singers are performing it in the style of that classic, like, Judd Conlon chorus like Mm -hmm. it's just and it's beautiful it's so cool to be like oh if they were all here now this is what it would sound like it's it's really really cool these legacy collections they're amazing the remasters Mm -hmm. of some of these scores had me like weeping all over again when I was listening but again you can access these legacy collection albums on Apple Music probably Spotify as well YouTube but you can also buy them in a really cool box set too uh, and they all have mm-hmm. custom artwork that is cohesive across the entire legacy collection. The custom artwork is so good. The artwork is amazing. Ugh. Yeah. And these do come on vinyl. Yeah, they do. Yeah, those that collection comes on vinyl. Those look hot. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my music recommendations for you. Mm, I love those. And on the ninth day of Christmas, we bring you some Disney villain-inspired items. A lot of these are books, yes. which I find interesting, but that's what I was drawn to. The thing that intrigued me the most was this Disney Villains Tarot Deck and Guidebook. So in this deck, Disney Villains replaced traditional tarot deck iconography and archetypes. So Dr. Facilier is the magician, Scar is the king of swords, etc. It also comes with a guide if you're new to tarot, explaining each card's meaning and examples of spreads for tarot card readings. Now, I used to not really know much about tarot because I was like, you know, you have to know how to do it, and it's certain people know how to do it, and it's supposed to predict your future. Not exactly. I know a lot of people now who use tarot as, like, almost as a substitution for affirmation cards. So they'll pull a couple at the beginning of the day and be like, oh, this is where the day is leading me. This is what I want to focus on today. And I think this could be a really lighthearted, nice way to get somebody into it. And they're beautiful enough that they can be, you know, displayed. Put them in a frame. They're just really, really mm. gorgeous. And so that's $25. As per our last episode, this isn't 100% villain-focused, but you cannot go wrong with the Twisted Tales series. Definitely for, like, early teens, 100%. I was just talking to my younger cousin. She's uh, 13. And I thought I was bringing her something new. I was like, you have to read the Twisted Tales books. 
And she's like, what do you mean? I, I mean, she like, bitch, I already read that. Yeah, she's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> she's like, I'll give you the other ones you want to read. <laughs> That's amazing. She loves them. So I'll be getting the other ones from her. I can't wait. She has the Cinderella one and the Beauty and the Beast one, I think. So I'll be reading those. Nice. Also, I have not touched these yet, but people love the Serena Valentino Villains book series. I'll give that a try as well because the Twisted Tales really surprised me. So I want to try those as well. And then if you want something a little bit more adult, um, the Art of Coloring Company has a really fantastic villains adult coloring book. I think that's always a nice gift. Whenever people give me those, I actually end up using them. Yeah, I like Aaron coloring. Aaron has that. Yeah. We got that for Aaron for Christmas one year. <gasps> it's a, I think it's a great gift. Give it with a nice, a really nice ass set of like really good colored pencils. I think that's a great gift. Get Crayola Twistables for mm. that. That's the oh, route you go. Yes, yes. And then if you need something villain-centric for kids' kids, like my brother when we were younger was obsessed with villains. It was villain everything. I think this I've actually mentioned before, so apologies, but I really love it. The five-minute stories collection, those are all fantastic. So they have five-minute villain stories. In general, these collections are beautifully illustrated. The stories are, as promised, the perfect length for when a kid is asking for like one more story before bed. And they're they're just the right length without being too simplistic. I always enjoy reading them. There are new original stories based on the characters that you know or deep dives into moments from the films that maybe, you know, are, can be fleshed out more. I think they're really fantastic. So get that for kids on your list. I think you'll really love them. All righty. The 10th day of Christmas holiday time category is Mickey and Friends. Mm. So I've got two options here. The first is Picnic Times Mickey Mouse Cheese Board. So this you can get on Amazon. I think it's currently unavailable on Amazon, but I think it's also available on Walmart. It's really cool. It's a wooden charcuterie board that is in the shape of Mickey. It has a slide out drawer that has three different like knives that you can use to cut Mm. cheese with that are all engraved with the Mickey Mouse shape. Uh, And then along the edge is an engraving of Mickey's signature. It's just really classy. Mm, It's really cool. And it's a great way to sort of bring Disney into your home without it feeling childish or making making it feel sort of like campy. It's it's a lot more sophisticated. Mm -hmm. But if that's not available and you want to get something else that's Mickey and Friends and you want to gear it towards the holidays... Pottery Barn. We know how much I love Pottery Barn (laughs) and their Disney collections, even though it's I almost put the cart. I almost put the Mickey card from Pottery Barn on my list because it's so good. Did you see they have another they have another cart? Oh yes. Yes, the kitchen cart. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw Uh it. Uh Uh-huh. I saw it. Okay. Yep. (laughs) I I that almost went on the list, but instead (laughs) I was like, no, no, I should do something a little bit more wallet friendly. And so I opted for the Pottery Barn. Christmas Mickey Mouse dinnerware. So it's all like retro designs of Mickey and Minnie in Christmas scenes on plates, bowls, and glasses. It's really clean. It's elegant. It's perfect for the holiday season. It would be something that I unashamedly would put out for like a Christmas Eve dinner, Mm -hmm, having like mm -hmm. the family over. It's just, it really ties into the sea. It's the way of bringing Disney to your table without being like, all right, this is a grown-up child that, like, you know, needs to This is the come story back of our lives, yeah. <laughs> like, this is something, it's like, oh, nice. It's got a touch of Disney here, but it's mm-hmm. Christmas-themed. It yeah. feels appropriate. It's it's really classy. So 
that would be my recommendation. But also be prepared. It's Pottery Barn. So ready that wallet. Ready that credit card, baby. <laughs> Pottery Barn. Take out a loan. Oh. oh, that's a nice segue into my next category for the 11th day of Christmas, which is food. So, you know, I have several I have several suggestions. I love I love food. I love Disney food. So honestly, for any gift guide, you can't go wrong with a nice bottle of wine. And so, of course, we have the Once Upon a Vine collection. Um, a lot of local wine stores actually carry it. I've seen it in ones by me. But you can also head over to the website Drizzly if you're 21 and over, of course, and see if you can get it delivered. So the collection includes a Pinot Noir called A Charming Pinot, uh, the Big Bad Red Blend, a White Zinfandel called A Villainous Zinfandel, a Sauvignon Blanc called Lost Slippers Sauvignon Blanc, a Chardonnay called The Fairest Chardonnay, and a Sparkling called Enchanted Woods. The Sparkling is my personal favorite, and that would feel very festive for the holidays, so that's the one that I would suggest. But moving away from the alcohol... If you want to give somebody Mickey waffles just like the ones in the parks, this one, again, this is if you want to go on the more pricier end, grab them the 90th anniversary double flip waffle maker from Shop Disney. These will make the exact petite fluffy waffles that you see in the parks. And here is the insider dish. Along with it, buy them. And this is totally affordable. You can find it tons of places online. Carbon's Golden Malted is allegedly the mix that they use in the parks. Mm. Even if it isn't, it tastes exactly like the That's the one that they have at, like, hotels and shit. Yes, exactly. Um, But if you want a more affordable waffle maker option, there are a couple of others floating around from Target. You can find them on Amazon that cost, like, $15 to $30 that make single flatter waffles. I have one of those. And even though... The waffle from that waffle maker is more like a Mickey pancake. It does not bring me any less joy. And it's much more No, it's still good. It's still Mickey shape. It gets the job done. Yeah, it gets the job done. Also, I wanted to include this because I actually bought this for someone in my family. This is my last food suggestion. Williams Sonoma, which is like that very bougie, you know, kitchenware brand. Mm -hmm. You can find it in a lot of malls. Pottery Um, Barnes, evil twin sister. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Oh, God. And their long-lost cousin, Sir La Table. <laughs> oh, my God. And Le Creuset. Uh, it's too much. They, they're, These brands are so smart. They're just following us through the trajectories of our lives. They're like, yep, you're going to want some nicer kitchen stuff now because you're 30. Yep. So they have a lot of Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, Harry Potter, too, related kitchen and food items. From ice pop molds to spatulas, hot chocolate bombs. All of this luxury and very adult-feeling stuff. But I bought someone in my family um, a Mickey and Friends cakelet pan. So it'll, like, you put your usual cake mix in, but it comes out in, like, a Mickey glove, a Mickey shoe, Mickey's head. Very cute things like that. So that was under $30, and I got that for somebody in my family. So I saw it. It's super high quality. That would be something nice. Nice. All righty. So this is our 12th day of Christmas, and the last category is Walt Disney World. So Mm -hmm. I only really have one suggestion here because there's so much Walt Mm -hmm. Disney World that you can go to. You could spend hours on Shop Disney and find things that are, you know, Walt Disney World inspired, things exactly like from the parks, all kinds of stuff. But I want to shout out one of my absolute favorite small shops on Instagram that I have talked about before, and it is Design Pavilion. So it's Mm. at design.pavilion.com. 
Caroline for my birthday surprised me <gasps> amazingly with one of their items, which he had to have it, people. He had to have I it. I had to have it. <laughs> uh, so Design Pavilion is a vector art and collectibles uh, shop that's created by a Chicago-based artist named Stephen Christ. And one of their big features is that he makes illuminations, reflections of Earth torches. So these are the torches around the world showcase. That's what Caroline got me for my birthday. It's amazing. It's like a small scale, like, torch that you can put a votive light in it's it's amazing steven also makes uh lanterns from disney parks and resorts so the animal kingdom lodge lantern Mm. the wilderness lodge lantern you can get those the seasoned balloons from the land he turns them into wooden ornaments that you can buy um he has a poster of a recreation that he's made of the mural on the side of the seas Uh, on the wall of the seas on the side of the building. But what I'm going to plug are the three art prints that he created for specifically illuminations, reflections of earth. And they each show three different movements from the nighttime spectacular chaos, order, and meaning. It's a minimalist vector art print. It's exquisite. It's absolutely Mm. beautiful. And he also sells a version of the print that combines all three designs absolutely amazing check out the artwork on design pavilion it's oh my gosh it just blows everything out of the water it's it's truly so incredible Mm. Uh, he also has minimalist poster designs for all four parks that are super super cool they're hard to describe you just have to go on and check them out again it's at design.pavilion on instagram this shop Really, really high quality for a Disney fan that's looking for something that is sophisticated from Walt Disney World. Mm. And there you have it, folks. That is our 12 days of Christmas holiday Black Friday shopping guide for you. Thank you so much for making it through the episode. If you loved what you heard, please remember to hit follow or subscribe where you're listening to the podcast. And remember to leave a rating and leave a review. Again, This does so much for us, especially right now around the holiday season. It helps us be found by other people who are Mm -hmm. looking for podcasts just like this one. It helps us get seen in search results. Uh, And your review could be the reason why someone hits play on the podcast. So your voice really means so much in expanding our community, growing our community, uh, and helping us to be able to continue to bring this podcast to you. So thank you so much for those who have already left reviews and ratings. And if you've been on the fence, if you've been waiting for other people to do it for you, just take the like 30 seconds to just tap a few words of what you love about the podcast, hit five stars and leave that review for the next person. Yeah. Just as a little, a little holiday gift. Why not? It's free too. Unlike everything in this gift guide, it is free. (laughs) Um, And another really nice, a really nice gift that will be something nice for you as well is if you follow us on social media. So we are at Poor Unfortunate Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and we are at Unfortunate Pod on Twitter. Uh, on like on the Instagram, we'll probably link a lot of these things. We'll we'll compile the gift guides for you. And please, if you want even more discussion. Join us in our private Facebook group, The Poor Unfortunate Fam, 
we've connected with so many of you through that group and gotten to know you so much better. And a lot of you have gotten to know each other and become, you know, online Disney friends, which we absolutely love to see. So come join us uh, and we would love to have you and get to know you a little bit better. We love, love, love putting uh, faces to names of some of our listeners. So please join us. And the last thing I'll say, as we are approaching the season of giving, it does take us a little bit of money to keep the podcast up and running and coming to you. We do have a PayPal account where we are accepting donations. Truly, anything that you might be able to spare goes a long, long way for us. Uh, you can click the link in the episode description or on the website links in our social media accounts. You can leave a donation of $5, $10, more than that. You can make it a one-time donation. You can make it recurring. It all just goes right back into the podcast, keeping it free and for the most part ad-free. We are looking for 10 people to donate $5 or more before the end of the year. So if you are someone who has been enjoying the podcast and now as we're entering the holiday season, you might have a little bit of extra money that you might be able to throw our way just to say thank you, just to, you know, say keep going with the work that we're doing. Uh, we would really, really appreciate that. And if money is a little bit tight for you, we totally understand that as well. One of the best gifts that you could probably give us is to just talk about the podcast, share a post with a friend, share an audio clip on Facebook, tell your family members at the holidays, tell your friends, mm. hey, this is a great podcast to listen to. All of that really just, it means the world to us. So thank you very much for considering those options. Mm. All righty, folks. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a very safe holiday. If you're traveling, best wishes as you travel. Hope traffic isn't that bad for you. Turn on the podcast. Binge a couple episodes as you as you drive. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and as we're approaching Thanksgiving, we just want to say that we're very, very grateful for all of our listeners. We truly have the best folks in our community. So thank you for all of your support, all of your love. And uh, let's let's get ready for that holiday season, folks. Let's do it. Yay. All righty. Until next time. Beluga Sabruga. Beluga Sabruga.